0: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. What's up, y'all? This is Nate with Good Morning Liberty bringing you a quick news story, not a normal podcast episode, but a quick news story will be much shorter. If you like this, this is something I've been thinking about doing for a while. And since we're kind of snowed out today, I wanted to do this. If you like this, then let us know on Twitter, go to at Liberty and let us know if you like these quick, shorter episodes. So there is this protest slash I don't know is a revolution what's going on and what I would normally call Kazakhstan but from what I'm hearing everyone else say it's Kazakhstan I don't know all right so even Russia is sending in some forces leading some to speculate that there's something else going on right here but what is the reporting on this so far all right the protesters are angry over rising fuel prices and they stormed the country's airport, seized, and set fire to several government buildings in an unprecedented challenge to Kazakhstan's authoritarian regime. The rare demonstrations, I'm going to, to read this little part from the Washington Post, they always put the rare demonstrations, we saw this when it came to protest in Cuba too, are considered the greatest outpouring against Nazarbayev's three-decade rule since the fall of the Soviet Union. All right, so Kazakhstan used to be part of the Soviet Union. From what I read, they became independent in 1991. It's a rather big place, just kind of carved out there inside of Russia. So that's where some of the ideas on uh, Russia being interested in this happening are, are coming from right now. The 81 year old former president stepped down in 2019, but has continued to hold major sway behind the scenes under the official father of the nation title, father of the nation title. All right. Price caps on liquefied petroleum gas or LPG were lifted on Saturday and the cost of fuel doubled within days. The protests started over the weekend in oil-rich western Kazakhstan, where the quality of life is considered poorer than the other parts of the country. An estimated 70 to 90 percent of vehicles there are powered with LPG. Demonstrations spilled over into other parts of the country by Tuesday when an estimated 5,000 people gathered in Almaty. By late Wednesday, the internet in most of the country was reportedly shut off. And popular messaging apps, WhatsApp and Telegram, were unavailable. This is one thing that they always have to do. They got to shut off your ability to communicate. You see this all the time. Saw it in Cuba, too. We already mentioned Cuba once. So we'll say that several television channels also went dark. And in an attempt to quell the unrest, Tokiev, who is the president there, said the government would reintroduce the price caps. So they had price caps, they were subsidizing the prices of the LPG. They took those away starting with the new year. The prices went up to the market prices, which we'll discuss that here in just a minute. And people got mad, apparently, because things went back up to what the market prices would have been. Uh, The president in a tweet blamed the protests on destructive individuals who want to undermine the stability and unity of our society and said the government would meet Wednesday to discuss the socioeconomic demands of protesters. His office said early Wednesday that he accepted the government's resignation. All right. How do you get the whole government to resign? That's pretty awesome. I don't know how you do that. But that's unlikely to appease many since Nazarbayev, I'm just going to say it like that. I don't know. Nazarbayev, the regime still remains in, in power. So they don't have a democratically elected leadership there. All right. And so that that's what they're saying. A lot of people are really upset about. Now, I got some interesting stuff on the prices here from uh, Reuters and some, some other news outlets here. Just so you know, the average price of LPG around the world is about 78 cents per liter. Right, we'll just say it like that. It's about 78 US cents per liter. All right, the price per liter of LPG jumped to, wait for it, 28 cents where up to 90% of the vehicles run on LPG. So the, it jumped up to, in a 90% increase in parts of Kazakhstan, up to $0.28. Cents. Remember, the average is $0.78 cents around the world, okay? Compared to the price of what it used to be, which is around like, uh, I don't know, $0.16, cents, somewhere around right in there. The new, so the new practice, what they're doing is basically allowing free market pricing. New practice allows the market to decide the, the prices, Now they say the market to decide the prices. That's true. That is true. Another way of saying that is that the people, the supply and demand decide what the prices are. If it's too expensive, they buy less of it. The prices have to go down. If it's too cheap, they buy more of it and the prices can go up. In contrast with the earlier method of subsidizing prices for domestic fuel consumers, which led the price to increase where the demand was high. So they were subsidizing it. And then the overall price was going up. However, the state's regulation of the prices did not seem maintainable, particularly for the producers, since they remained below the cost of producing the fuel. That's right. They were price fixing, they had price controls. We just talked about price controls a little bit last week on the Dumb Leap of the Week episode. They had price controls that were keeping the prices below the cost of producing the fuel. All right. So, what was happening was the people who were producing the fuel basically focused on exports because they could actually get paid what they were needing to get paid. And they say in here, what did not benefit the producer also did not benefit the consumer. Even though the prices were low, they led those who owned the fields to neglect the facilities and stop making necessary investments to avoid losses later, eventually leading to spiraling fuel shortages. Wow. Wow, this is, um, I've never heard of this before. This has got to be, this is a day to mark on your calendar. I'm sure you already have today marked on your calendar because it's currently January 6th, and I'm sure you're celebrating privately or mourning in the corner, whatever it is that you're doing. But you need to mark this because we have never seen this before. They put price caps on it that led people to neglect the way that they made that fuel, and then it led to fuel shortages because people weren't able to produce enough at the artificially low prices. Huh. Some economists are going to have to study this and figure out what the heck is going on here. One of the protesters said the authorities, quote, the authorities say there's not enough gas, that a plant built 50 years ago is decrepit and outdated. So what have they been doing for the last 30 years? That's a really nice question. They had no incentive to make the plant any better. I hope people are going to figure this out. Protesters seem to have other demands, by the way, exceeding the price-fixing with slogans targeting government officials and groups storming state buildings. The high oil price is still believed to be the major source of unrest in the country where the minimum wage is about $106 per month. A month, about $106 per month. The BBC also has chimed in on this. Of course, everyone is. They're saying, why is the fuel such a hot issue? So some parts of... Kazakhstan, where the protests started, rely on the LPG. About 90% of the vehicles are using that. Despite being a major oil nation, they've regularly faced LPG shortages because producers got a better price exporting. The government since announced that it is going to be restoring the cap that they used to have. Because, I mean, they, you know, they don't want all their stuff to be burned down. All right. But the BBC also says this is about more than fuel. The speed at which the protests turned violent took many by surprise, both in Kazakhstan and the wider region, and hinted that they are not only about an increase in fuel prices. This is a traditionally stable Central Asian state, which is often described as authoritarian. Until 2019, it was run by same dude, Nazarbayev, whose rule was marked by elements of a personality cult with his statues erected across the country and the capital renamed after him. Yet when he left, it was amid anti-government protests, which he sought to limit by stepping down and putting a close ally in his place. Most elections are won by the ruling party with nearly 100% of the vote and there is no effective political opposition. Analysts say that the government has clearly underestimated how angry the population is and that these protests are not surprising in the country with no electoral democracy. All right, so there's a few things happening here. One, people are upset because they don't actually get the vote for who their leaders are. On the other it's kind of a weird situation where people are upset that they are going to have to pay market prices for something. I guess that's not that surprising. A lot of people all the time are upset that they have to pay market prices for things. It leaves a little bit of question in here though, like is this really what spurred all these violent protests so quickly? I don't know. It's a little weird. You know, the price of your fuel goes up and within a couple days the buildings are being burnt down. I don't know. That's kind of a, that's kind of a weird one. This we might end up having ourselves uh, in an anti-Muslim video situation. if you if you know what I'm talking about, that it's kind of what it seems like. And Russia was kind of quick to step in here, but that's just a little bit of my own personal take on the whole thing. Once again, if you like these little short, quick stories, then let me know, go to at GoodAM Liberty, send us a tweet and say, hey, I like that thing, if you didn't like it, then you're probably not listening to me say this right now. So hopefully I filtered it down to only people who will tell me what I want to hear. All right, y'all, I will talk to you again pretty soon with another quick story.